0: Hey, what's going on everybody? Welcome to episode 9 of the pod. We're back again somehow. Uh we're we're slowly running out of stuff to talk about, unfortunately, but um we're here. Um we got we got a few little tidbits of news and information for you this this beautiful week. Um and I want to I want to let you know that um Connor McDavid believes a fair season is a full season, Zach.
1: Mm. Of course he does. I mean, look at where I mean, the, look where the Oilers are right now. They're on the. I'm pretty sure they are on the outside looking in. If we are being honest,
0: uh, I thought they were, in I'm pretty sure. They're oh, in they're spot. second. My bad. Yeah. They are
1: second in the the Pacific.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say. I'm pretty sure they're right there. So this isn't coming from an outside source.
1: I. Uh... I just think you mean, could
0: Technically he's right. I hey. mean, yeah,
1: but there's only 10 games left in the actual season, so what does it really 10 to 12 games left for teams. Some teams have 13 or 14, but it's bet- it's between that low uh double digit range. I mean, a lot could be decided, but I think at this point for sake of next season as well, you probably try to speed this up and you just do the. You just go straight to the playoffs. If you're in, you're in. If you're out, you're out. Uh, I think that's the best way to yeah. handle I, it. I mean,
0: I I think the only problem is is like having such a long layoff. NHL is going to have to do something about like almost a preseason style game. Um, I mean, they've talked about a supposed training camp, a mini training camp prior to the resumption of the season. If that happens. So there's going to have to be something done before they can just be like, all right, guys, welcome back to practice. Let's go have a playoff game tomorrow. Like they're going to have to wean it in a little. Um, but we'll see what happens. Maybe they shorten the schedule and give every team like two or three more games to play in a quote unquote regular season. Um, and we, and we finish it out there, but um, yeah. that,
1: that would essentially then, looking at some of these stat lines, two or three games Boston would be clinched um, Tampa Bay would be clinched, Washington and Philly would both clinch and Pittsburgh is five points up on Carolina and Columbus for a playoff spot, six from being out I'm pretty sure that It's not. If it's two games, the Pens clinch. If it's three, they're right on the cusp of being able to clinch. Um, Yeah, and if you go look at the Western Conference, you've got those three games that could really change the entire state of the Central Division. As from Chicago, from Chicago to Dallas is a total of ten points separating uh, third through seventh. So. Ten points separates third and seventh in the table or in the standings. I mean that's not insurmountable. I could see where the Blackhawks try to make a case where okay, if they're gonna do this, like we want our chance to get our full ten points to try to bounce people out to get in yeah and every and i'm team... I'm not saying this is the thing It's mm-hmm. just kinda well every team is also going to have their 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 quite their quip they're like their complaint their they're saying okay we we feel like we deserve a shot to try to qualify for the playoffs so and i mean with all due respect yeah every team deserves that every team should have that chance yeah however for sure you don't want to postpone the next season next season's supposed to start what early october mid october
0: usually around um beginning
1: first two weeks yeah normally the first two weeks of october they're saying this could go on as long as July. They're, they, they were talking about resuming play in July. And the NHL has been asking for availability to August for their arenas. I mean, that's that's just unheard of. Like, if you go that long, they're not going to have a turnaround to recover from the end of this the playoffs and everything to turn, turning back around literally a month later, not even probably three weeks, four weeks from when you end to start the next season. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's just, everything is um, in question right now. Yeah. There's no, uh, there's no, all right, this is what's happening. Um, Although we are getting some interesting news out of the soccer world regarding dates, um, but we'll get to that later. Um, speaking of Connor McDavid, did you know he was granted exceptional status to play for the Erie Otters in the OHL? Interesting. Just like Connor Bedard was granted exceptional status in the WHL. Um, Connor's uh, 14 years old. Um, he's been reviewed and granted exceptional status, which is basically granted to a player whose qualities Um, on the ice, but also as like a, as a person are deemed uh, deserving um, of the ability to participate in one of these junior hockey leagues. So basically he's going to be a top pick if you want the short answer and that you didn't, you didn't listen right there. Um, He'll, he'll end up being 15 next year when he joins the league. Um, But he's good. He's going to be top pick. Um, I think he's even being compared to the likes of McDavid. So that's pretty good comparison in my opinion. Um But yeah, just, just a little bit of news out of the out of the WHL. Um it's kind of fun to see some see some of that around uh around the news. Um and then we go right back to the big club. Your boys, the Colorado Avalanche, have now had their second player test positive for COVID-19. Um, that gives the NHL four cases now, because I think two for Ottawa and two for Colorado. So, they're, honestly, that's not doing too bad. They just now had their fourth. Um, so, I I mean, you can hate Gary Bettman all you want, but I think they did a pretty good job at uh, deciding to uh, go the safe route.
1: Yeah, I, I do think it's... He's taking the high road. He's taking the smart way to go. However, I think that this should have been... I feel like you can't ever preemptively prep for this as it is, you know, most pandemics just kind of appear. And... I think Gary Bettman has done a fantastic job in responding to every situation kind of thrown at him, which is surprising because if you look at some of the other leagues, some of the other leagues were kind of him hauling around and kind of like dragging their feet, trying to play games without empty stadiums. Bettman just kind of came in and went, no, 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 no. We're not doing any of that. It's either our fans are here and we're playing or we're not. And we're he's decided that they're not. And I just, that's that's insane just response time and that's just insane just taking it basically and doing it and just finishing it. Like player safety is the number one goal. And yet you could see that there are leagues that really push for that. And the NHL is an exception, I think, or not an exception. They're, they're the rule. They're the, they're one of the forefronts for player safety. Yeah. You have all this talk about (laughs) leagues like the NFL, the NFL, the NBA, uh, but NHL
0: still needs to get on the concussion, um, trend, but, uh, other than that, they're not doing too bad.
1: Yeah. Um, The concussion one's a little rough, but you know, that's just a, that's a still a relatively new topic. Like people are just finding out about it's only been relevant probably 15, 20 years, before it was just, oh, you got your bell rung, get up, you'll be fine.
0: Yeah, well, I think for some people it's still that, and then they end up like Antonio Brown later in life.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> uh
0: Yeah, sorry, I had to go there. Um, the NHL also has postponed the 2020 Scouting Combine draft and awards show um, due to the pandemic, uh, which isn't surprising. Um, Not even in the slightest. And when you also have no idea when your season's going to end. Also not surprising. Because, oh yeah, we're drafting in the middle of a playoff round. That'd be very dumb. They wouldn't let that happen. But um, all, all that has been postponed. Pretty much, uh, I personally, I haven't seen any uh, bad negative light come to that. Because I mean what what are you gonna do really? let's be honest
1: no, everybody's pretty on board with everything that's going on to try to help everybody, and it's kind of it's great to see uh people around the world come together to support one another and in these trying times and uh, yeah it's it's great to see sports are no exception
0: that's fair, that's fair and look, I'll be honest guys, that's all we had on hockey. It's bad. It's bad. Uh, there there is unless you got something that you just found.
1: I got a few I got a couple signings from the Penguins prospect pool. Uh Drew O'Connor, really highly touted college free agent. We managed the uh Penguins managed to sign him from uh coming out of Dartmouth.
0: I was say it was like some yeah. heavy league, right? Yeah. Yep.
1: He's a he's twenty one. A six foot three, two hundred pound player that was just three years ago. He was five foot eight and wasn't anywhere. Hey. He wasn't anywhere close to being an NHL a, like scouted for the NHL, and now he's
0: yeah. Imagine I mean, that
1: the Athletics Corey Pro- Prodman,
0: I think yeah. that's how you say
1: it had mm-hmm. him as the sixteenth best free agent, including European players. So. That's you know that's pretty good recognition coming from that. So I think that's I don't really think I had anything else. Kind of just looking back at some of the redrafts. The two thousand six redraft is my favorite, where they have the Penguins drafting second, and they have them they have them drafting Claude Giroux, which you know as a Penguins fan. Just the thought of a Philadelphia Flyer playing for your team just makes your skin crawl a little bit, don't you know? Like,
0: <laughs> ah, yeah. I mean, you got to you got to put it through your head that he's not craw- on the team, right?
1: Right, but like, if he would, if he were to be playing for, um, you know, if he were to come back and play for the Penguins just looking back on it now like that would have been a great one two three down the middle with Crosby Malkin Giroux or you could have even thrown him on a wing and then you had Crosby at least say you got Crosby and Giroux on the same line with somebody like you managed to still snag Jake Gensel or something I mean just the insanity that line alone if it was Giroux Crosby and Gensel my goodness I think it rival it rivals Boston's top three
0: yeah, I mean, it, it would all depend on if Drew would uh, that's basically we're saying we're taking them for what their value is now and like their their development, putting it on or if we're taking them as like the rookies again. Yeah. Letting them develop. But yeah. I mean, he was highly touted anyways, so there's a good chance he's going to develop. But um, I don't know what the, the Jackets took. Lucic, and I was like, What the heck, guys? Come on, really? There's so many other players we could have drafted yep. on that list, and you have us taking Lucic. Lucic wouldn't even be drafted in like the top three rounds, probably. Luch, so
1: say what you want about Lucic. Lucic garbage. Has, okay, he has I said some what value. I wanted. He has some value to that team.
0: In what? Blood?
1: I mean, he's a gritty guy. He's he's not going to score the flashy goal. He's not going to, you know, just outright dangle, wongle, and freaking selly score and, you know, all that fun, fun jazz that you get from watching players like McDavid and Crosby and Kucherov where they just got the silky smooth hands and just throw it top shelf and it's beautiful. Lucic isn't that. Lucic is the grit I'm going to – I'm gonna knock you out. And yeah, we're
0: aware of that, yeah.
1: Well sometimes you need a player you need sometimes some grit like that, some sandpaper they call it. You know? You get some sandpaper on that team and just grind out a win, you know.
0: <laughs> no, no. Uh uh-uh, uh. No, you you lost me. You lost <laughs> me when you were talking about Luci. Um Let's be real. I would much rather have another player than Lucic, but um, yeah, I, I've seen a couple of those redrafts. A couple of them are interesting, and then a couple of them are like, R- "Really, this is who you picked for this team?" Uh, so maybe, maybe we should have a talk with NHL and uh, inform them that they're wrong on a lot of things. Eh.
1: I don't know about that.
0: Um, well, let's be real. Let's be real. What? You're just happy because you guys redrafted Claude Giroux. Uh,
1: no, because it's still a Flyers player and it just makes my skin crawl still.
0: Oh, no. I'd be happy with it. Um, but yeah, right, that, that's it. That's it. Uh, that's cool. all I, I mean. Next the, topic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the NHL decides to not give us any information. Um, mainly because there's only one league. Really? Uh, Good thing about soccer. There's like 17,000 of them. Um, There's a ton of it. So I actually mentioned mentioned dates earlier. Um, This is from Taylor Twelman, who is an ESPN uh, soccer reporter. He used to play uh, for the United States. Um, He tweeted – this is – when we are recording this from about five hours ago, um, all I keep hearing from Germany is that the Bundesliga will resume some form of their league play in early May. What that means is above my pay grade, but they are actively progressing on that timeline. Um, There was a report yesterday that um, at least Dortmund would resume practice this week in groups of two. So they are performing uh, social distancing, I guess would be, would be a good term, um, and practicing in groups of two. But, um, I think teams are looking to get their players back into a regimented, um, regimented activity, um, in order to stay in shape and, um, prepare for whatever the future has. So I haven't seen anything on the premier league. Um, anything like that but yeah this is this is out of the Bundesliga
1: um well it's good that they're they're talking that they're gonna put a date to it and they're gonna get back to playing at some point that's that's great news um I just I, I want Sports to come back. I want this stuff to go away. <laughs> I just want sports again. Like, man, it's such a good season. I know Arsenal's in ninth. We are still gargantuan We are still the best club in England. Uh,
0: yeah. Sh- shameless plug. That um, the standings reflect that well.
1: But I, I just was excited to see the end of the season play out. Arteta had the squad playing better. Ten games to go. I mean, it was anybody's second through ninth was separated by their second through 20th was separated by like 33 points or 36 points. And there was still 30 points to play. So anything could have happened between all the clubs from second to 20th. I mean, you really just didn't know what was going to happen. And it's just, it's so sad that it has to end that this is the way that it's going out. Not with, not with a, free kick to get a team from 7th, a free kick goal to get a team from 7th to 4th, but a disease postponing everything. I mean, because reasonably we can expect, no matter what they decide, I don't believe the Premier League is going to be able to finish the season entirely. I really
0: Uh, mm, yeah.
1: I'm really debating, like I hate saying that because with sports, everything possible is to complete the season, I don't think they can do it. If they're saying it's going to be as bad as it is going to get with this coronavirus, the league won't be able to resume anything because people will be still getting infected. They're saying as late as they could be, people could still be getting infected the first two weeks of May. I mean, if you're talking that, you're not talking a chance at resumption for the league until... You're, to, you're talking mid May, late May. Season's normally over by that point. You're nine games behind going into mid May. July first starts the transfer window and starts technically the new season. You're telling me you got to fit nine games in in about four weeks? Like it's just not possible. You'd have to do three games. You'd have to do two, three games a week.
0: Uh, it's possible but highly unlikely to ever happen because of the um the the drawback by the players uh the, the players won't won't play basically they'll refuse to play they'll do they'll do a game a week easily i mean that's pretty much what they do now but two games a week i mean unless you just open up the floodgates bring every everybody alone back home and All right, here, you got two teams. Play two games a week. Um, Which we all know isn't going to happen. Well, Um, some
1: clubs can't afford... Some clubs, that's how they make their money is by loaning people out, taking that off their wage bill. Oh,
0: yeah. There'd have to be some sort of...
1: You would just
0: Thing that would happen.
1: You would just absolutely demolish teams that have... That basically have second teams already in terms of the teams like Liverpool and... uh, Liverpool, Man City, Leicester can field a second team, Chelsea, United, Arsenal can field not a – it'll be a less competitive, but it still can field a second team. You got the big six clubs that can field second teams that would – that could potentially be clubs' first teams.
0: Yeah, I mean, Chelsea uses all their second teams for, like, the uh, Europa games and stuff, and they do fine. Um. Obviously, that's not going to happen. I just threw it out it'd there. It'd be an interesting um,
1: concept, though.
0: I would. I'd I'd kind of be happy to see it. I think it, maybe not happy to see, it, but I think it'd be fun to watch. I think it'd be it interesting
1: way. to watch. I do agree with you. I think it would make for some great, um, some entertaining TV, as they say.
0: Yeah, I mean, you're, you're, it brings a little more um, uncertainty to to the sport.
1: Unpredictability.
0: Yeah. Because, I mean, you're like, all right, well, here's the second team. Let's uh, – I wonder what they're going to do. Um, oh, and speaking of, you just touched on it. Your boy from Tottenham, Harry
1: Kane. He's leaving.
0: No, wrong. Nice try, though. Damn. Um, <laughs> He said, um, the end of June is the limit for the season. Um. Prepare to either a finish the season by June, um, or start another season. Interesting. Basically, um, obviously the Premier League is going to try to do everything they can to finish the season. Um, I, I mean, mean that's, naturally, that's just yeah, exactly. But um, he 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 basically uh told um I think this is from the BBC. Um, that, quote, if the season's not completed by the end of June, we need to look at the options and just look forward to next season. End, end quote. So, um, I I don't think people want to just end the season, obviously. That'd be kind of dumb. Everybody wants to complete the season they started, especially because they're close. Right. Um, but it's also a matter of um, practicability. Like, they're it's going to be tough, to like to like you tough. said. It's going to be tough to finish the season. The players know that. The teams know that. I think the Premier League even knows that. But it's all about what you're, what you're willing to do.
1: Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. You de- You you play with the cards you're dealt, so to speak. Yeah. Nothing we can do about it. Except. Uh,
0: Riot, no, I'm kidding,
1: except just sit here and wait to see they're in an authoritative position for a reason they're going to they have to know what's going on
0: i I would hope so right like, <laughs> you, you want uh you want the people in charge to know what's going on
1: well, I mean like we just have to trust what they that, that they have the best interest of everybody in with both player safety and fan happiness and let them. Roll it out and let them do their job.
0: I mean, yeah, I'm on board. So, I mean, I obviously want sports back, but you got to do this right.
1: If you don't do it right, then you run the risk of of hurting a lot of people. Yep. And you don't want that to happen.
0: Yep. And then uh, speaking of seasons uh, ending or – plans to finish seasons. Um, UEFA is uh, looking at plans to finish the season in August. So, go a few extra months to finish um, all their campaigns. Um,
1: A lot of teams won't be happy about that one.
0: Yeah, right. You're going to have a lot of contracts that are up. Uh, a lot of a lot of things going on that they're not gonna be too happy about, but UEFA is looking right now as as august or in august to uh complete their their champions league and all that fun stuff
1: that's gonna be such a that's gonna be a very hard sell though I know they're looking at it, but that is just going to be. A difficult sell especially to teams that you like you said that have expiring contracts like I mean what are you gonna do about those <laughs> do,
0: you, do you get those players back for that game or like yeah what what goes on here but uh yeah I mean it like 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 I said it's all it's all a guess they're just I, I doubt any of this will actually happen well. Maybe not that, but I, this is a, this is a contingency plan. Let's put it that way. Like these, these are, Hey, the world kind of returns to normal in a week or so. This is what we're doing. Um, but, um, they're they're pretty much at the, the whim of the current events, I guess the political events, um. So I I think, I think this is just a contingency plan that they're drawing up, um, and stuff. So,
1: but, oh, well onto a positive, more positive side of this, the whole thing, a lot of clubs, (laughs) there
0: are positive sides.
1: (laughs) I mean, a lot of clubs and a lot of teams are coming together to donate money and cut wages and help people out that are greatly affected by this. And Barcelona is one of them, uh, Messi says the players are taking a 70% pay cut, which is massive.
0: He's also, he's also on top of taking a 70% pay cut. He's taking a swipe at his own club too. Um, <laughs> yeah, for pressuring uh, the players into doing something they were always going to do, which is funny because they hadn't done it yet. But, um, cause I, th- I think I saw a couple of reports last week that said, uh, uh, Barcelona star players would it take a pay cut and here they are taking a pay cut. So, uh, you know, if, if they were always going to do it, props to them. If the club was smart and made them do it, props to the club. Um, they, they yeah. Okay. I said my piece.
1: Um, but in terms of that, you got clubs like Juventus who have saved a hundred million dollars because players have taken pay cuts. Um, And it's just – it's cool to see that people are coming together to work together in this, like I said earlier, come together to work together.
0: Yep. Um, Speaking of saving money, um, there is a – right now, as of I think yesterday, there's a 28% loss on players' transfer value. Wow. So, yeah, we're not going to be seeing – big bang uh transfers um the 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 expectation is to see a lot more almost um, American sport trades so you're, you're gonna see a lot more players swapping um and then cash along with it but um yeah so some of some of these clubs are down. A lot of money. Like Barcelona and Real are down 350 million. Um, wow. Uh, Inter's down 275. Uh, Bayern's down 260. Um. Yeah. Um. So yeah, good thing Juve is uh, saving their team money because they're gonna need it.
1: I, yeah, it's just crazy to think that this is what the world has come to.
0: Just tanking, tanking the economy. It's fine. We're we're doing cool.
1: You have to to save the yeah.
0: I mean, you know what? Honestly, though, I'm totally down if there are more um one for player sw- swap player swap deals. Yeah, I I, I like agree. seeing those more. Um. Maybe it's just because I'm used to it in other sports. Um, but I I think they add a level of enjoyment. Um, I mean, I'll be honest, when I play FIFA, I do a lot of player swaps, um, throw in a couple cash because, you know, you get the player a little cheaper and you get rid of a player you may not want. So, yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. Yeah. He's old. It's fine. Um, but yeah, I, I, stuff stuff like that's fun. Um but uh we'll we'll see how clubs handle it. Um depending on how long this lasts, what happens, uh the market can always go back up obviously, but um, it's going to be interesting for sure, especially if it keeps dropping. Um, who knows, maybe nobody gets sold. Um
1: Oh, I hope not. That'll make for a boring uh, summer transfer window.
0: Yeah we'll have to cancel the pod that week. It'll be lame. Um, got anything else for me?
1: Um, Rashford has begun to intensify his recovery, so that's good to see with his uh back injury stained.
0: Yeah. That's, that's that's pretty good. Everybody's got uh got that time right yeah. now. Yeah. I mean recover from those injuries.
1: Oh, to add to your UEFA thing, they're discussing they're meeting on Wednesday for a conference call to discuss the fate of the season.
0: All right. Well, Wednesday, to we'll, dis- we'll to
1: discuss future plans, I guess is what it says. All right. Well,
0: we'll see what happens there.
1: So I'm pretty, pretty excited to see, but other than that, I don't, I don't really have anything.
0: <laughs> I told you it's getting so hard now.
1: It's, it's getting rough.
0: Uh, we're we're scraping the bottom of the barrel um i mean i'm talking about stuff i never would have talked about earlier give give us sports back please uh we'll make a make a petition to the coronavirus <laughs>
1: yeah that'll work that's that's a I'm, that's a 21st century uh i'm sure it'll listen to petition that makes you know
0: <laughs> hey man just like all the people buying guns, you know Let's go shoot the virus away
1: Heck yeah, dude
0: okay, Gotta get a little bit of yee yee in there So, um, Alright guys, I mean if, if you find anything you want us to talk about We'll happily talk about it um, Who knows, maybe next week we'll get into some Other sports Because we're running out of things to talk about but um, I I I think that does it for us. Huh? You good? You good? Yeah, I'm I'm good. All right. Uh, well, enjoy the short pod this week, everyone. Um, this is I, yeah I don't this will be the shortest pod we've had. Um, but that's because we have nothing to talk about. So, um, again, follow us on Twitter at zamsotp. Um, we'll. We'll tweet from there. We'll tweet links from there. Kind of keep up to date with sports stuff. If there is anything, which right now there's really not. Um, But uh, we'll uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Hopefully, maybe. Find out. We'll tweet about it. See you guys. (laughs)